Hi, listeners. Thanks for joining me. And I'm Alistair Steer. I'm the host of Darrow Discussions. Um, I've been meaning to do this piece for a while, actually, and there's no other way to describe it other than pretty much a hyperbolic, highly emotional impression and ludicrous statement as the following. Why is Inception the greatest movie ever made? Now, I absolutely passionately believe this. Now, more often than not, the title greatest film of all time is an illusion. At its best, it's a relative claim. And even masterpieces like Lawrence of Arabia or The Godfather have their fair share of nitpickers and detractors. But in this case, I passionately believe I am right with this. Inception is a masterpiece, a modern masterpiece, and probably in retrospect will be remembered as Christopher Nolan's greatest film, even usurping the Dark Knight trilogy. Now, Inception is perhaps the only film maybe in the last 10 years to successfully bridge an actually original plot with A-list casting. I can think of no other film which has taken the excitement and enthusiasm, particularly in the science fiction genre, and combined it with an A-list cast and made something highly cerebral and unique. And it still stands alone on that particular plinth. Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo DiCaprio plays Cobb, a professional thief who extracts information from the subconscious of, of, a, of a target. He's blamed for the death of his wife, Mal, played by Marion Coulthard. He's given the opportunity to return to his children if he completes something called Inception. And that is planting an idea in the mind of someone else, in this case, industrialist Robert Fisher, played by Killian Murphy. That's pretty much the, 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 the gist of it. Now, I don't know if this rumour is true, but apparently it abounds that Christopher Nolan was allowed to make this film uh, or given permission to give this film on the back of the success of, of The Dark Knight, which I think is still the highest grossing superhero uh, movie of all time. Even from that brief plot and the way I've described it, despite loving it, it's not something that screams this is going to be the greatest masterpiece of all time, and I will give you that. But the film is a, a, really a remarkable convergence, I think, of Nolan's skill and ambition as an auteur. It's a science fiction hybrid of pretty, I think, the, the Matrix, the Imaginarium of, of Dr. Parnassus, What Dreams May Come, but it is also replete with realism and pathos and a, a scope which has defined Nolan's works at the time and since. In many respects, it's the inaugural standard for everything that he did since and that includes the dark knight rises which was a larger vision of of its of its predecessor the dark knight dark knight rises came out 2012 interstellar uh, in 2014 and, and dunkirk most recently in 2017 it's uh, that scale almost is a natural evolution, but the film is a convolution of of Memento, which came out in two thousand. It's the cinematic authenticity of of the Dark Knight series and the structural playfulness of the Prestige, which came out in two thousand and six. All of these are evident throughout this film. 
it, it, this film, I think it represents and where it's paralyzed is that this contains everything great about Christopher Nolan. What he does next, I can't predict and I wouldn't dare to predict. But I think at this, at this stage and looking back at this stage of his career, it absolutely contains everything which makes him great as a film maker. Now, it's easy, I think, to bring together an ensemble cast and Nolan is accustomed to top billing. He owes a debt to, in many respects, I think, to the experience of directing uh, Al Pacino and Robert, uh, Robin Williams in Insomnia, which in 2002, a, a very underrated crime film, actually. It's also a throwback to the days of the all-star epics, like Spartacus or, or Cleopatra or The Man Who Would Be King, which they're rarely seen in modern cinema, where you have and I'm, I'm choosing my words carefully, where you have that scale, that level of scale, matched with an all-star cast and a genuine blockbuster film. Nolan makes no secret of the fact he produces and he makes and d directs films for cinema. Um, I segue slightly, but Dunkirk was two hours of lord almighty me literally sitting on the edge of my seat from the use of music to 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 the, the 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 sort of emphasis and the drama of the film i've watched it since at home and it's like okay it's a film about the second world war and i'm extremely interested in that but ultimately no he, he makes films for 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 cinema i think his skill then should be noted for synthesizing talent and script and in a thematically unique and enveloping story and i i really think that that began with inception pulling all those different threads and all that 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 different expertise together the at the heart of it the intersection of inception is the loss and the rumination of of Cobb and his wife, they're intrinsic, and the 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 casting of of DiCaprio and Coulthard with their their, their sensual obsessive magnetism, it it sits on the edge of madness, and it is wholly believable for a true love affair. It would be remiss not to jump in immediately and say that Hans Zimmer, who is and and I believe remains a frequent collaborator of Nolan is undoubtedly the emotional maestro at the helm of this. His juxtaposition from the slow piano keys in the opening titles, which are harrowing, to the grandiose brass fanfare and synth and electronic notes and of and, and of the dream world, they, they capture the regalia and the scale of, 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 of these worlds that Nolan is putting together. All of this is to say nothing of Edith uh, Pilev's and I'm going to try and pronounce it, non je ne regret rien. Now you can replay that and laugh at me, but it's it just it adds to the 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 style of the film, and it, it and the unique sound and spectacle of it. This is to say nothing of using the, the guitar work of the Smiths, uh, Johnny Marr. It just creates crescendoing subtleties, and it's it's it works beautifully together it's a remarkable achievement because the music really does beat with the heart of the picture particularly with the masterpiece that is the the track called time used at the ending as as Cobb 
gets home or, or does he a, a, another question as to, to the ambiguity of how this film ends thematically it's the duality of longing and loss that I think echo throughout the films I think it's 148 running minutes and it survives the absurdity of of the premise of the picture if you were to read the plot without seeing it you think it sounds like a nonsense and and nolan's payback for for making you know a a billion dollars for for batman but the drive to return home that cobb has the haunting visions and vistas and of his wife the, the the people imagined and and the reality which is drawn upon by nolan and replicated in in the nuanced performance throughout particularly the father-son relationship of of the 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 fishers that's what holds it together and it's entrenched all of that's entrenched by i think the most stunning and somber of soundtracks from zimmer possibly his best work thinking about it so what you have essentially is a heist movie involving dreams (laughs) bluntly but and that must have been a hard sell for warner brothers but i i don't know whether the story is true or not that he was allowed to make this because of the dark night but in any whatever the circumstances it was a commercial smash in fact i think this is quite interesting and critical to note that nolan pitched the outline for this film 10 years prior um and he acknowledged the but even he acknowledged that he needed more filming experience to produce inception because of the 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 scale of of the 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 dream world the the technology needed to be to to be brought to the fore and i think it was a natural fit for the characters the timing of the music so it is unapologetically and also quite literally cerebral and I think, as as a as a minor segue, the trailers for the film at the time never did it justice as to to what the film was actually about. They presented it as an action movie, and, and indeed, action is fundamental. But it is much, much more than that. the The pacing is too subtle, and the action is too justifiable to be just explained away as a series of you know useless vignettes. Quite the opposite. Everything has its place, and it might be better to describe this almost as commercial art it's a blockbuster film but with incredible intelligence and integrity behind it so whatever the origins of the film it stands out even you know pushing 10 years after its release date as something of a critical anomaly everything about the film says it should have been a critical success but a commercial failure nolan's filmmaking style is always been somewhat self-aware and full of risk his characters his characters inhabit a world in which they know that they are the last remaining pretty much refuge of good cinema they 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 know this is a blockbuster film their time on screen is uh, screen on is is finite their composition is succinct and their purpose is to achieve a plot point no minute of this film is wasted it is an emotional journey I think this is why perhaps why the science fiction elements combine so well with its thematic maturity and why it enjoys its ambitious and ambiguous ending. Nolan brings to life the yin and yang of real relationships and the relativism relativism of perspective. It's unresolved and to say nothing of the relationship and that's to say nothing of the relationship between 
conscious and unconscious motive. It's it's that's the nature of life, and that's what he gets right. He doesn't need to give closure at the ending of the film. He is required to give an ending, but is that the end of the journey? Is that the end of Cobb? Does he get home? That question is 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 perennial to everyone. So I think the combination of action and slower moments is what makes this film tick and what makes it stand out. The finale, and I keep returning to this, but it, I think it's possibly the best finale I've ever seen in a film. It's it's accompanied by Zimmer's crescendoing music that is is heartbreaking. The the dream sequences, the kicks, and the action sequences they they never feel out of place as intensely violent. Quite to the contrary, it seems like a fight through. It feels like a metaphorical and literal fight through purgatory to get home. The stunt coordination is rugged and and brutal in places. And if Tom Hardy was to later who later played Bane in The Dark Knight Rises if he was to hold up one film that might be his uh, audition piece for uh, potentially playing Bond I think it would have been this but the whole thing is polished and expertly put together um his character Eames as he maneuvers through the final complex uh, I, I I think that is what inspired the campaign for Hardy to take over as Bond and indeed rightly so it's just a shame now that I think that as Daniel Craig nears the end of his career as Bond, I think they'll go in a completely opposite direction, indeed, for a, a, a younger actor. But in any in every respect, it's still a masterclass in stunt coordination and as real as anything in the Batman series with all of the undiluted charm and realism that makes it absolutely captivating. A punch feels like a punch. If there's a weakness to this film, well... The dream world is too ordered. Nolan's commitment to realism, which I've discussed, is also the film's greatest failing. It offers too much of a limited presentation of the capriciousness of, of, of dreams and of mental ardour and pain. Trains through cities and visits from Mal are as much as we get to indulge in, and while bizarre vignettes would be very out of place in a stylish thr- thriller like this, and I'm not saying there should be a random Jumanji-esque you know, display of animals out of zoo and all the rest of it. The dreams are too rule-based. I don't want to think of the subconscious as being that well-structured. Cobb, played brilliantly by Leonardo DiCaprio, was also too young. If we indulge for a moment that belief that DiCaprio is brilliant for the role there's also the problem that he's got a flawless face a face the protagonist is not quite world wearied enough for what he's gone through perhaps guy pierce or christian bale or matthew mcgonaghy you know they they might have been alternate choices because they play remarkably similar characters in other nolan films they look like haunted men ready for a spiritual as well as a physical feat to get to where they need to be it's a small flaw and in truth the stylishness of DiCaprio and the chemistry he shares with his co-stars very much make it forgivable. It would also be wrong to call this film anything other than an ensemble effort. I've talked a lot about DiCaprio but the emotional crux is a marriage which is survived by a man who cannot let go of his pain and lives it in his nightmares. DiCaprio and, and Marion Coulthard were, were perfectly cast with uh, an ethereal splendor. Ellen Page, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Ken 
Watanabe, Tom Hardy, Dalip Rao, Tom Berenger, and indeed, thank God for it, Michael Caine are all integral as the team infiltrates successive layers of, of Fisher's Killian uh, uh, Murphy's subconscious dream state. Murphy in particular rightly deserves the kudos for the emotional punches he brings with the late Pete Possilway as his father. I think where the genius of this, this masterpiece film comes from is by giving the audience a touching resonance to uh, the genre of the film whether it be science fiction or anything else i think that's what every filmmaker strives to achieve the emotional depths of this mag of this picture and the magnitude that it brings are remarkably rare particularly given that it is science fiction drama and it's sacred moments which are a plenty they don't overkill it and that again is supported by zimmer's just subtle play with music it's 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 brilliant it's it's just tense and it's beautiful and it's poignant it's also a confined story there's no prolix as co-producer um, nolan's co-producer uh, emma thompson uh syncope and legendary pictures have made intelligent films but none of them have any fastidiousness or, or snobbishness about them as you might expect from a film as, as cerebral as this nolan is a cinematic auteur he, he is he is possibly the best of his generation and he should be rightly proud of it and inception whatever he does next i think is the film which made his reputation and made him as such i think also the best anyone can hope for is an acknowledgement of film status even if they have a distaste for it. It, it, it not everyone likes the godfather but everyone might i think would agree that its place in cinema is unquestioned is there a secret to achieving that movies i suppose are in the eye of the beholder but great pieces whether great or small budget productions enjoy the shakespeare effect if the if the themes explore human nature and exist on an emotional level as much as an intellectual one they'll grab the crown they'll make their reputation and nolan's film does and nowhere does it do it better than with this film the final scene of inception like all of nolan's films saves an emotional wallop until the very last moment alongside considerable ambiguity he replicated that with the dark knight rises did bruce wayne really survive or is michael kane appropriately for this this podcast is he dreaming that's his style that's nolan's style but for me to be thinking repeatedly about inception nearly 10 years after its release is a testament to Nolan's skill, the cast, Zimmer's music, its production, and what will possibly be remembered as the film that made his reputation, really made his reputation. And I'm excited to know, I'm excited to see what he does next and what he does in the years to come.